This is the EWN Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Tara from Plus Fitness with Tara. I'm a curvy, fun, body positive coach and personal trainer. I love business and fitness. Do you have the tools you need to be a rock star in fitness, a healthy love of yourself, and help from me? And sifting through health news will do that. I've got fitness topics and guests. Rockstars aren't born, they're bred in experience and fire. Let's do this together. Hello, and welcome to Plus Fitness with Tara. Today's podcast is a series podcast. So it's the first one of four that I'm doing. The first one's about love. So today's about love. The two, two to three coming up are about soul, food, and rest. And these are topics I've thought a lot about uh, while I took some time off to deal with my house renovations to understand where I'm going, what I'm doing, and what my purpose is, especially now that we are post third lockdown um, you know, and working on dealing with COVID in our lives. So yeah, I'm doing a series of podcasts on these topics, love, soul, food, and rest. And it's all opinion, my own opinion alone. And it's all to express my thoughts after watching our lives go through this pandemic. I'm one of the lucky ones. I isolated and followed all the rules, living with myself and my three dogs. But as you're going to hear, I also fell in love for the first time in years years. Hear that again, years. And trust me, I'd met people in my past, but no one more chemically attracted to after meeting him six feet apart, he in his truck and me in my SUV. We're going to call him John. And this is how I fell in love in April 2020 and became someone's girlfriend on May 28th, 2020. And sidebar, we're not still together, but we are friends. William Shakespeare says, the course of true love never did run smooth. That's from A Midsummer's Night's Dream, the play. He also has many quotes on love, kind of like he himself was trying to figure it out through his plays. I've studied Shakespeare for years in elementary, junior high, and high school, took courses in university, and still love his plays. This quote is also well known. Love is blind, and lovers cannot see the pretty follies that they themselves commit. That quote's from The Merchant of Venice, another play. So it started 2020 and it was through the Facebook free dating app. I sent a heart to this one guy, John, based on a photo of him smiling at a campfire, roasting food over his fire and his eyes seemed so friendly and warm. So we chatted on the app for a bit every day for a week. We moved to exchanging text messages on our phone. We had a lot in common and both had lost one of our parents. His was still only a couple of years uh, and still very fresh in his grief while I had lost my dad in 2006. I understood his pain. I laughed at his jokes. We agreed to meet in a strip mall parking lot, both of us staying in our cars, talking through the window on a sunny evening. The night we met, it went by so fast. We really clicked. He was cute. I had dressed up a bit and put on my makeup as the butterflies in my stomachs evaporated the more we talked. He was funny and nice. He said that growing up, he was shy around women and had dated only a little bit. He introduced me to worldwide wrestling characters and encouraged me to get back to, into my PS4. He wasn't intimidated by me doing my master's of business administration degree through distance. He had his grade 12 and was content in life. He had a dog, a black Labrador that he was proud of. He spoke about his family and could feel his passion for loving his mom, brother, and rest of his family that he hung out with. He enjoyed sharing their accomplishments. He had an open heart. And my heart grew over time. And together we listened to restrictions and he and his mom became part of my bubble. My closest family was four hours by car away. 
We shared dreams of doing things together when this pandemic was over. We talked about the stress of it all. Would there be a vaccine? Would we still be able to meet? What would it be like if we became sexually active with each other with COVID restrictions? We looked it up online as to what was recommended by Dr. Tam, and then we watched movies and TV shows and laughed over little things. We talked about us as a couple and being engaged. What would it look like for us? And then in November, we had an argument as a couple that carried into December and his birthday celebrations. I couldn't get over the hurt and it ate away at my heart for the whole two months. It tore into my gut and my life. And then I ended it, I could not continue. And I said that one day we would be friends. And six months after my terrible breakup with John, we did become friends. Everything is a path. We are all on this journey together. I saw this relationship through as much as I could with my entire being. I do not regret it. I do regret the pain of breaking up because it was severing off an arm. I thought it would always be there. But I also know, and this is an unknown author that stated this, but when you open yourself up to great love, you also invite the potential for great pain. The actual quote is, never assume love is enough to make someone stay or come back to you because when pain strikes the heart, love fades away, no matter how great it was. Here's the Chopper Center's thoughts on love taken from the article, The Path to True Love. They state, remember, in our inmost being, we are all completely lovable because spirit is love. Beyond what anyone can make you think or feel about yourself, your unconditioned spirit stands, shining with a love nothing can tarnish. Deepak Chopra. All of us have the innate need to love and be loved. When we are born, we enter the world with a pure expectation of unconditional love. Sadly, this is not the experience most people get. Early in life, we learn that love can be withheld from us, whether well-intentioned or not, by those who are closest to us. People often unknowingly let pain from their past dictate their approach to love. They erect barriers or use love as a reward. Such behavior causes us to believe that in order to receive love, we must act a certain way. Equally important, when we have experiences where love is withheld from us, we begin to question whether or not we are actually worthy of love. More on this in a bit. We're going to pause for a commercial. You're listening to the EWN Podcast Network. Have you ever asked yourself this question? Why is it so hard to make a buck? (laughs) I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is 1 million women entrepreneurs generating $1 million in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven module online course that is 100% my success formula covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. Welcome back to the EWN Podcast Network. And we're back. So getting back to the Chopper article, they state that because of those hurts and wounds over time, we can come to believe we are flawed and that those flaws are the reasons why we are not worthy of love. We start to judge ourselves for perceived flaws, withholding unconditional self-love, which then causes us to feel incomplete. So this brings us to reliance on others. 
if we look to our relationships to complete us and fulfill our unmet needs for happiness and love, then those relationships often result in disappointment. And if we believe that those we are in a relationship with are responsible for making us happy and whole, then we create unhealthy expectations that are impossible to meet. This sense of lack can cause us to feel fear whenever a partner is not satisfying our expectations for attention, affection, and love, which leads to suffering and codependency. Such insecurity also causes us to act with jealousy and neediness or to constantly seek approval. When this behavior becomes compulsive, obsessive, and destructive, it manifests as an addiction. The root of love. The problem is that we look outside for love and approval, but our relationships reflect back to us what we think and feel about ourselves on the inside. When we're attracted to a person, what we are actually drawn to are the traits we feel we lack and the characteristics we want more of. In order to fulfill our unmet needs for worthiness and love, we must learn to love ourselves fully. What we really seek is to reconnect with that unconditional love lying deep within the heart of our beings. To find true love, we must look inward and reclaim our own self-love. Chopper has seven stepping stones on the path to, to, to true love. First one is, let go of the past. Feeling unworthy and unlovable are illusions of the conditioned minds. What you see as your flaws are just hurts and wounds of the past. You must come to know that you deserve to be happy and fully loved. Two, be comfortable with your weaknesses. Every person has positive and negative qualities. Weaknesses make you complete. Instead of using them against yourself, you need to recognize how they can help you grow and emphasize with others. Three, embrace yourself. By taking time each day to look into the mirror for just a few minutes and embrace the beautiful individual you are, you can grow in self-love. Four, love yourself exactly as you are. By loving and embracing your authentic self, you attract people who love you for who you are. Say to yourself, I'm a beautiful person. I'm a loving person. I love myself just as I am. Five, be generous with yourself. You can express self-love through a gentle massage with warm oils, a nice meal, or a walk in nature. Nature itself is a true expression of unconditional love and serves as a vibrant living example of how you should treat yourself. Six, stop looking for the right person. Become the right person. All relationships are mirrors. When you fall in love with someone, you can write down what you admire about him or her and express those traits in yourself. This way, you will not be using that individual to complete your needs, but rather as an inspiration. Finally, number seven, don't ask for more love, be in love. Love is a state of awareness where you're connected to your spirit. When you express unrestrained, unconditional love for others and yourself, you light up the world around you. The more you put your attention on love, the more expansive it will become. Here's a brief note from Oprah Winfrey on love to build on what Chopra's article just said. According to her article, love's an intimidating subject that's been done and overdone, trivialized and dramatized to the point of mass delusion about what it is and isn't. This is what Oprah knows for sure. The screenwriters of the movie Love Actually had the right idea, the premise being that love is all around us. The chance to love and be love exists no matter where you are. Most of us can't see it because we have our own preconceived ideas about what it is, like it's supposed to knock you off your feet and make you swoon, and how it should be appear to you in a tall, slim, witty, charming package. So if love doesn't show up wrapped up in our personal fantasy, we fail to recognize it. I know this for sure, she states. Love is. She says she's seen so many women and being one herself, dazed by the idea of romance, believing that they're not complete until they find someone to make their lives whole. When you think about that, isn't that a crazy notion? 
You alone make a whole person. And if you feel incomplete, you alone must fill yourself with love in all your empty, shattered spaces. Look around you and notice possibility is everywhere. If you find it a strain to open your heart full throttle to the big L, start in first gear. Use compassion for a while and feel yourself shifting to something deeper. Before you know it, you'll be able to be a blessing of understanding, empathy, caring, and love. When you make loving others the story of your life, there's never a final chapter because the legacy continues. You lend your light to one person and he or she shines it on another and another and another. She says, what I know for sure about love and my own body as love relates to wellness is that self-love is absolutely necessary, even critical for anyone's journey for health goal. I can add to that. I agree with that because mine also happens to be a weight loss journey and a journey in body positivity that encourages myself to move as much as I can and shut down the inner critic I have adopted from years of my mom's critical voice to just let myself be, just be. And finally, on this topic of love, I have to say these recommendations for some movies to watch just to get the discussion going. I'm on Instagram plus fitness with Tara, Facebook plus fitness with Tara. Comment there and let me know what you think about these movies. Maybe share some of the ones that you enjoy. Remember, they're not the playbook on love. They're simply ideas and suggestions about how fictitious love and people's experience in love can be on screen. So for movies on love that impacted my heart as I watched them, but not as someone looking for a definition of love in these movies or a different reality than what I've experienced in life, here's some to look up. The movie Love Actually, the movie The Holiday, the movie Hotel de Love, the movie Shakespeare in Love. Oh, God, this movie, The Book Club. Oh, God, it was amazing. And finally, yes, the cute movie 27 Dresses. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I'd love to hear from you. Find me on Instagram and Facebook at Plus Fitness with Tara. And uh, yeah, let me know what you experience with love has been and what you want to get from this podcast series. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network. This is the EWN Podcast Network.